Welcome to Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. Each and every week, we get to talk to new and exciting people about whatever is on their mind and what's important to them, whether it's health, overcoming addiction, spirituality, finding God, uh, politics, conspiracy, you name it, we cover it. So it's an honor and a blessing to have you join us. I look forward to meeting you and thank you so much for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I have one of my very favorite people back on here with me today to discuss something extremely important that's been uh, circulating in the news here lately uh, amongst the new news. How about that? Let's put it that way. So welcome back, Miss Shannon. How are you, my dear? Hello. I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. <laughs> this is going to be killer. Um, and we're going to talk about a little bit of a killer. So uh, where do you want to start at with this today? Oh, man. Um, I think we should kind of talk about the shock of um, what just came out and how it baffled and buffooned the entire world, including the medical professionals, even those that were um, on, I would say, our side of the whole COVID thing, um, mm -hmm. literally the entire world. And, and we can tie it back to MK Ultra and its origins and everything, because to me, that was probably the biggest thing that completely shocked me was exactly mm -hmm. how we all fell for it. Even those of us that were really watching and really feeling like we knew COVID wasn't real or however you want to phrase that. Um, right. It was, but it was a complete farce all the way around. So, Right. So for people who don't know um, what we're talking about, if you've been hiding under a rock um, for the last week, we are talking about the documentary series that came out called Watch the Water. Um, we watched it. Uh, we both watched it the same day. There's multiple parts. There's multiple different interviews. And there's so many facets to this story. And there's with Shannon being a naturopathic doctor, me being a nurse and and teaching medical school, um, we may have a very different take on this than what other people do. So that's why we wanted to discuss this today and uh, put it out there and see what you guys think. So Shannon, I'm going to start off with you. What was your takeaway from watching that? Um, my takeaway was, like I said, complete shock. However, it everything fit. Everything that mm -hmm. I have studied over the past few years, um, everything Q ever said, for those that remember Q and, and the drops, um, mm -hmm. it all felt like it was clicking together like a lock, you know, like when you're turning a key in a lock and you can hear mm -hmm. the tumblers all fit in and everything. And um, the more I heard Dr. Artis speak about this and, and what COVID really was, it completely made sense to me. And how I know that is I could, the best way I can describe it is when I knew that natural wellness or natural health um, is the truth versus Western medicine. 
Um, I'm not saying Western medicine is 100% mm-hmm. false. There's elements that are good, but for the for the most part, and we've done a show before on the history of Western medicine and how that came about anyway as a monopoly and and it was a right. it was complete manipulation and um, control. And, and, and that's what it is today still. Um, and, and there, there's elements of this that I'll get into later, but, um, I knew natural health was the truth and that our bodies are meant to heal the way that God designed them to heal. And just like that felt like truth in my spirit, this also felt like that too. And some people are probably like, oh, how can you go off of that? You know, there's Mm -hmm. people that are completely based upon what they think is fact or the evidence and the proof. I think Dr. Artis provides plenty of that. Um, however, everything that he said completely makes sense because a lot of what we heard COVID was, it, it, some people just believed it and some people didn't. And for example, mm-hmm. um, everybody kept saying, oh, it's just a cold. It's just a, another cold virus. That's all it is. And so we diminished it knowing that the majority of people were surviving it but we still believed it attacked respiratory. We still believed that that's what it was doing. And we believed that its origin was that of a virus or, you know, a a germ, the germ theory thing, or Mm -hmm. even the terrain theory thing. And lo and behold, to find out that it actually was a completely different cause altogether. And every single effect that it had it was exactly what we blame on colds or respiratory respiratory illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something else that causes all of those things that nobody ever looks at. And that's venom. And right. so um, it just, it made so much more sense, especially when I remember Q saying repeatedly, watch the water, watch the water. And I remember mm-hmm. all the theories that were going on around that time. Right. Everybody was tying it to the sex trafficking and, you know, um, we got to watch the water. We were looking at islands and we were looking at all these places. Fiji. I don't. Fiji yeah. because of the Fiji water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I don't think anybody was looking at the water source. Right. Um, as far as um, water plants and, and cities and, and that it's brilliant. If you're going to, if you're going to poison an entire population of people, the fastest way to do it is through a water supply because right. that nobody can live without water. So it's going to go through that networking and, um, to hear that the CDC, uh, the one that we all knew we shouldn't trust anyway, right. um, they didn't even tell anybody that they were they were t- testing the water supply for nine months before they finally came out with it. Mm-hmm. And so they they had been doing some squirrely things unbeknownst to everybody else while COVID was spreading and everybody was getting it and passing it and everything. And here's something about what you said about the CDC checking the water system. And I want people to understand this wholeheartedly. When you have a virus, quote, virus, if you believe in viruses and bacteria, um, if you believe that those exist in the first place, how long do you think that you're going to find that virus in the water supply when it's supposedly a respiratory virus? Would you be finding it in the water supply? Mm, no. <laughs> nope. It so, was it was never breathed. <laughs> yeah. And so for, you know, a lot of people are having a lot of trouble wrapping their head around this. And of course, there's a lot of um, podcasters, if you will, that are in the community that are immediately 
jumping on this and attacking everybody that believes that this could be a possibility. And Shannon and I come from the place where we do not believe in viruses and bacteria. Um, Toxins affect your body system because they are in the foods and things that you ingest um, and unhealthy lifestyles and, and things of that nature. And that is what gets you sick. We've talked about that before on multiple different shows. So for us, like especially for me from the get-go, none of this made any sense whatsoever because being in the medical field for such a long time, I have never seen where we treated a, quote, virus with an antiparasitic medication, ever, never in the history of anything. Did you or did you not ever go to the doctor and they tell you it's a virus? It just has to run its course. There's no treatment for a virus. Okay, so who's lying? Because if there's no treatment for a virus and it has to run its course, then why are we getting pushed uh, remdesivir and stuff like that on us? It didn't make any sense to me from the get-go. And I remember specifically stating on No Mercy, and I talked about this, and people thought I was nuts, and they instantly jumped on me. I said, people that smoke are not going to get this. And they're like, they're like, what? And I'm like, it's true. And it's true, not just in this situation, but in multiple situations, because believe it or not, nicotine is a neuroprotectant. And so nicotine does block a lot of, quote, <clears throat> infections, if you will, that try to attack your body. Um, nicotine is not the only thing that does that. There are a lot of substances out there. Um, capsaicin, ginger, um, reversitrol. There's all kinds of herbs and plants and, you know, substances and things like that, not just the chemically synthesized uh, drugs from the pharmaceutical companies, but things you can do naturally that inhibit you from getting a lot of sickness. Um, and, and me I, as a smoker, I, I don't, a, I don't get sick. So. Yeah. And I think that's like the biggest key right there to what makes me baffled that people are not believing that this could be possible is mm -hmm. If you're going to believe COVID really was respiratory in nature, then why didn't any of the smokers get sick? Because they have a weakened lung um, capacity, mm -hmm. if you will, just from all of the chemicals and the tar and all of that, if you're a regular smoker. And yeah, the nicotine is the neuroprotectant, but like that historically smokers are the ones that have colds and get the coughs and we call it smoker's cough, you know? Um, and so how do you explain that then if this was respiratory? I feel like that's the big indicator right there right. that we all should have been looking at and we should have focused in on it. Then um, what I also love about the research that Dr. Artis did is that um, you know how they put their playbook out there. They, they tell you what they're doing right out in public. And if we're not paying attention, then we miss it. And that's what they're counting on. If you mm -hmm. look at all of the, the news article stories or magazine article stories that were going around in any way, shape or form about any new technologies or advancements in vaccines or anything, it all right. had the word venom in it. It mm -hmm. talked about 
um, anti-venoms, the guy that created or the co-creator of the Moderna vaccine was all of a sudden starting to work on anti-venoms. Like, mm-hmm. what? Um, you know, it, it was all there. There were little snippets. They were putting it out in front of you the entire time. But we were so focused. And this is what they do. It's the false flags. Let's get people to focus on something completely different than what is really happening right in front of them. And they mm-hmm. did it again. And, um, you know, I, I really appreciate what Dr. Artis is doing and how he's putting himself on the line like this. Mm-hmm. Sure. People are going to think he's, um, he's going to probably go on quack watch now, but right. You know, um, people might think that he's a complete lunatic, but honestly he was looking where no one else was. Right. And I, I just feel like start, start looking up the things that he has been showing because he hasn't shown one thing that he can't prove. He hasn't said one statement that he hasn't uh, backed up in an article mm-hmm. or had highlighted within it. He has done a, a lot of research. And um, I just think that it makes complete sense because there was even a, an episode of The Blacklist that basically mm-hmm. talked about the entire thing and how it's, you know, he he said he was sick, but he was poisoned and it was meant to be ingested, right. which is exactly like somebody put poison in his drink. And then they to go on to describe how the entire process was going to work and they show the snake and it's disgusting. I hate snakes. Mm-hmm, um, I really despise snakes. <laughs> the so only bad. Dead snake and, is a dead snake. Ah, <laughs> uh, amen. And, and the thing, the thing that is so funny is how many of the podcasters out there that are now trying to say that this isn't real, how many of them have all uttered the words, this truly is between good and evil, right? This really is a battle between good and evil um, because of the level of evil that we are seeing in this world and the really crazy shit that's going on in this world. I've said it. You've said it. Everyone I've ever heard has said this is a battle between good and evil. We do not fight flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, and rulers of the darkness of this world. Scripture Mm -hmm. says it. Everyone has been saying that. Dr. Artis has now said it. He said it before he discovered all of this because he came here where where I live and um, spoke about it being respiratory and and how well he focused on how the hospitals were killing people with right. remdesivir, remdesivir. Um, yeah. and and which <clears throat> organs it was shutting down and everything. But that was still when everybody believed it was respiratory in nature, right? And they were putting people on vents, which now that's that's completely crazy to me that people were getting put on vents um, uh, because this what this had nothing to do with the lungs, right? And so you know this is a this is a battle between good and evil. Now when he draws the correlation between the most well known symbol of evil in Christianity or even really the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the snake. And so wh- how does that not make sense to people? I mean, this is like to me this whole thing is biblical, and that's why it makes sense. And right. I can't believe that I didn't I didn't think about it before. I, I, I don't think many people know much about snake bites or venom. Um, I don't really care to study snakes or talk about them. Um, <laughs> or look I at hate them or touch them. Or- yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he goes on to describe that every single COVID symptom that people were having right down to hair loss right. can be caused from venom from a snake. And he can even, they they have even identified the DNA of the different types of snakes that are in these vaccines. Because right. then you you mix that with mRNA, mm-hmm. which we know changes our DNA, um, right. has the capabilities of doing that. Right. Now, I don't know about you, but I have myself said, and I learned this 10 plus years ago, um, there are people out there that we would call lizard people. I know I, I've heard it 
in all of the conspiracy podcasts and everything like the queen's a lizard, you know, and we talk about that. We talk about real lizards going through people's eyeballs and then taking plant up in their brain and, and, um, you know, laying eggs and taking over, et cetera. And that's kind of how we thought at first that people were becoming lizard people. And this makes so much sense. We knew that Bill Gates a long time ago has been looking to remove the God gene from mm -hmm. our DNA. He has been trying, he, that's what he's been working on. And it, it, the whole thing is to separate us from God, right? So right. if you inject snake DNA into an mRNA vaccine, which has the potential of changing and adjusting our DNA into more reptilian DNA. Right. And replicating. Yes, this goes mm -hmm. all the way back to Adam and Eve. This whole thing is biblical. And I, I have had it with people saying the Bible's only mythology. Right. Um, it, it isn't. Um, it sounds that way because we, back then, they didn't have the words that we have to describe the right. way that we discuss things, right? right. And um, I, I feel like it is a handbook. It, it tells us the history. Yes, there's books missing. Yes, there's information missing out of it that we don't have the whole picture for. But there's enough there that it draws the correlations. This whole thing is scriptural. It's biblical. And we all know, how. again, how many times have people drawn the correlation? We're in the end times. Um, you know, this is, this is exactly, everybody has said it. This is biblical. We right. are seeing things happen that are in biblical proportions right now. Well, it, and, ju it just baffles me how people can't believe this. And to me, let's go back to... Um, the symptoms, okay? Because initially it was the, quote, cold symptoms, and it was, you know, going to be an upper respiratory. And then it moved from upper respiratory to an upper respiratory and a lower respiratory. And then we added in the gastrointestinal tract. And then we added in the heart and, you know, the lungs and the, you know, literally everything. Then the kidneys. And, and then it got mm -hmm. to be where um, if you had any symptom of anything ever, you're automatically assumed to be infected with this. Okay. There is nothing, nothing, nothing on the face of the planet that when it invades your body, it gives you literally every symptom of everything in the book. Um, here's one thing to consider also talking about um, like at the very beginning when they said, you know, take this antiparasitic and you'll be fine, but don't go in the sun. Don't take vitamin C. Don't take vitamin D. Don't take zinc. Um, stop listening to crazy people who are telling you that. Now, I want people to understand why those things are important because they have antioxidant, anti-inflammatory properties. Vitamin D is also important um, in your immune system your immune response and for your bone growth and things like that. So speaking of bone and how important it is for you to get vitamin D so that your body can synthesize what it needs to help to make your bone, another neuroprotectant is erythropoietin. That is something in your system, in your in your bone marrow, that helps you to produce your red blood cells. Um, so if 
you're not supposed to get any sunlight. You're not supposed to get vitamin C or zinc or anything like that, that actually helps your body to perform and to function and to increase its immune properties and increase your ability to make red blood cells, which circulate oxygen around your body system. And then you get infected. What do you think is going to happen? And so why would they one, tell you to shut all of that down? And one thing that um, you didn't mention yet is melatonin. And right. actually melatonin, you, we know about the pineal gland and we know about um, that's, again, like stay inside. Um, we get fed, our pineal glands get fed from sunlight right. and our pineal glands are what helps us detect whether it's day or night. And, and right. again, back before there were even clocks, um, that is how we, uh, we would wake up when the light of day happened. We would go to sleep at night. Um, that's how the human body is supposed to function. And then you've mm -hmm. got the circadian rhythms that are natural as a result of that. Right. You can reset those by grounding yourself barefoot on the grass. And, and there's a whole process of that very naturally. Mm -hmm. But we need to be taking care of our pineal. But what have they done to this society to try to calcify that? They have given us devices, phones, iPads. Um, we're, we're giving them to little kids now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so so here's here's something that's very interesting. Doctor Artis did say that melatonin acted as a it, it kind of like canceled venom. So it was like an anti venom of sorts. It had that those kind of properties to it, which I found very interesting. I don't know that I would have ever made that correlation. However, mm -hmm. what I have been hearing so much, and at first I was kind of like, oh gosh, I don't like that this is the new fad, but moms everywhere now are giving their kids melatonin just to get them to go to sleep at night. Right Now, I, I have a 15 and 17 year old and I put them to bed naturally and just taught them how to like go to bed. And I did it every night at the same time. They eventually just started falling asleep then. Right. They, they still have really great bedtime habits now. They put themselves to bed. They don't stay up too late. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they don't, whatever. So I, I hear that all these moms are using melatonin. Oh, because it's natural. But you can develop some sort of a, like if you give too much melatonin, it, it'll stop working in the body. And I keep thinking, right. why? And now doctors are telling moms, oh, just give them melatonin. It's, it's natural. And don't even get me started on the quality of the crap that they're sending them to the store for. But exactly. when I got to thinking about that, it's like, oh, well, why are there so many little kids with sleeping issues? Is it bad parenting because they don't know how to teach their kids how to fall asleep like I did? Or is it because though the little kids now have so much you know blue light coming St at them right stimulation it's in TVs and devices yes it's constant yeah. video games Fortnite you know and then they're allowed to play them for hours and hours and hours even my kid kids when they were little didn't have all of that stuff going on um i mean it was really kind of kicking off but my kids didn't have it to the level they do now and so it makes sense to me why melatonin seems to be working for these little kids i still think that that's not a good thing. I don't right. like I hearing don't that moms that. are trying to just plug mm -hmm. their kids with melatonin. Um, occasionally, if they're really having trouble sleeping, we got to figure out why. If it's blue light, you know, all I told my son is half an hour before bed, shut the devices off, right. go to your room and read an actual book or, right. um, you know, just get ready for bed, take it, take it really slow or just kind of sit there, whatever, pray. I don't care. Just don't look at a screen for 30 minutes so that your pineal gland can readjust to normal light. Mm -hmm. And then, um, when you sleep, you should have blackout. 
it should be completely black in your room as much as mm-hmm. possible. Um, recently there was, uh, my husband like forgot to take his eye, eye watch off. And when he moves and rotates around, it lights up. And the right. second it does, I'm up immediately. And so then once I'm up, it's very, very hard to get back to sleep. And so I'm like, take that thing off and plug it in, you know, and I'm just like, I just need it really black because I sleep a lot better when it's completely dark. And that's why the pineal gland needs complete darkness so that Mm -hmm. you get the right level of sleep. So much happens when we are sleeping. You have got your growth factor happening, which helps you actually lose weight. Right. (laughs) Um, You want to lose weight and you wonder why you're not losing very much weight. It's because you're not getting good sleep. Right. Sleep is so important. And if it's affected by this blue light crap, then you're, you're going to struggle. So, um, you know, whatever you can do to eliminate light, um, flip your phone over so that if somebody texts you, it doesn't light up and disrupt Mm -hmm. your sleep so that you're getting really, really good deep levels of sleep. And so that is to me a very interesting connecting point when he started talking about how melatonin, he added that in to help, you know, to the emergency uh, medication kit that he, so now it's like Nicorette gum, Um, You know, if this, if they're going to continue to release these variants, like he said, Mm -hmm. and there's a whole playbook that they're going to continue to do this, right? um, you know, Nicorette gum, uh, NAC, which kind of helps clotting and zinc, which also helps to kind of um, make the venom not work appropriately. The vitamin C and quercetin was still on the list. So adding to the little shoebox of, uh, of emergency medication kit now, which is, you know, over the counter stuff melatonin should also go in there. Please get a good quality. You get what you pay for. If you're going to pay $5, you are not getting a good quality melatonin. But um, I just found that to be a very interesting connector piece, how it works against venom in particular, Mm -hmm. and how they are currently also attacking the pineal gland through these devices and the blue light systems. And I mean, I even even have my pineal tuning fork. The forehead thermometers. Yeah, that's exactly. also a thing because yes. it's targeted right at that area. And and going back to the melatonin, um, think about uh, like nowadays with with all of the children that the doctors have diagnosed with ADHD or depression, yeah. anxiety. So they put them on SSRIs or whatever, which reduces the amount of serotonin and melatonin and all of those things that your body naturally produces. And so, you know, you're, when you sleep at night, that's when your body repairs and restores itself. That is also when your body does the most work to heal itself if you are under the weather. And so if you give medications to all these kids or if they're stimulated um, through blue light screens literally all day long and you don't have a filter um, on your iPad or your phone or your computer system or blue light filter in your glasses or anything like that, um, that inhibits your body's natural ability to make those chemicals, which in turn helps you to heal. And same thing with zinc. Um, if you don't, your body is lacking in zinc. Um, there are so many chemicals that your body will not produce, you know, so, so you're, again, you're inhibiting your, your ability to release the melatonin and the serotonin and things that are necessary, um, for healthy sleep. 
So that's and zinc actually, if if you've got wounds, like if you cut your hand mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to heal, right? You need zinc. Yeah, because you're you're deficient in zinc. Zinc helps with the knitting together of skin and healing properties, just like what you're talking about. Right. And so that's that's another reason why zinc is such an important factor in all of this, and especially what you said um, as people are sleeping. That's when all of mm-hmm. your cells are turning over and rejuvenating and sloughing off the dead cells and and all of that. Um, yeah, sleep is one of the most important things. And what's funny is there, we say these phrases like I'll sleep when I'm dead or, um, you know, no rest for the weary kind of a Mm -hmm. thing. What you have to understand is that they have been weakening the population slowly by slow, slowly and slowly and slowly, um, by making us fatter as a population, um, making you weaker by putting you in front of these screens and, you know, you're not exercising anymore because you're sitting in front of a screen. And Mm -hmm. then, um, the screen itself is damaging to you. And then the programming that people are watching on these shows and TV, the TVs tell a vision Mm -hmm. and programming. Um, they tell you right there what it is, whatever you're watching, that's what you slowly start to think like. That's what you're slowly becoming. And over time, it has seriously weakened this population so that when the time was right to strike, pun intended, mm-hmm. then this is going to take out a large portion of the population. To me, this this just 100% makes sense. It just makes yeah, complete and, sense what they're doing and, and how they're using it. Yeah. And think about this too. Um, going back to the conversation about um biblical and how many times a serpent or a snake was mentioned in the bible um and it is literally like 128 times you know it mm-hmm. is, and it's nonstop and it is talking about um especially in the old testament like uh the people that were you know like really into sex and, and, you know, drugs and doing all these things they shouldn't be doing. And he's like, well, if they're going to act this way and they're not going to change their ways, then let them eat dirt like a snake. Um, you know, let them crawl on their bellies and eat dirt and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, you know, it's like a message. Don't, don't act like a snake. Don't be, uh, the deceiver. Don't be evil. Um, you know, and it's, and those things all work to deceive. Yeah. And right. The drugs, the alcohol, the, you know, it's, it's humanity at its basest level. And if you actually took our brains to the very simplest of forms, Mm -hmm. it's the rep. I mean, we've heard it said it's the reptile, reptile brain or reptilian brain. It's like, um, instinct only just complete nothing but instinct, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, um, oh, there's no ethics, no moral, no 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 ego, nothing. Right. No free will. Exactly. And right. and so at our basest form, we are reptilian brained. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we have reptile DNA. It's just like how a reptile's brain functions. There's an element of that in us. And so um, if that's what people are doing, he's giving them over to that. And I call it third dimension because right. we are actually spirits housed in these bodies so that we can live on earth. So this I call it our earth suit. It, it's how we breathe on the earth. Um, and, and what anchors our spirit here so that we can do what we came here to do. And um, we are really five dimensional beings. We are, we are largely dimensional beings and our spirit is only contained because we have it in this body. Otherwise we are light, we are energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
dense energy is our body. And, and that's what, where we can kind of be housed in this. And so, um, if you're just, if that's all they're doing is having sex and drugs and doing drugs and all of that, that's so third dimension. That's literally like the lowest you can get. And if you look at the chakra, um, the, where the chakras start and kind of how they go up to the the third eye and, and above, there's mm-hmm. the seven colors. Um, I think there's seven of them. Anyway, the very base is the sex or the, that's the lowest. That's why it is the lowest right. on that whole. Um, and I think, I believe it's red and that is the third dimension. That's like the fleshly nature. That is, you know, the basis, uh, the base instinct right there. Right. So, and so talking about, um, having that, simplified brain and how, you know, the, the drugs and the debauchery and the sex and all of that stuff. Um, and the dumbing down of the population through all of these manipulative plans and, you know, taking God out of everything and putting in where everything is confused. And now nobody knows if they're male or female and, and you add all of that stuff in together and then go look up the medications that already have snake venom in them. And number one, and I find this highly interesting, the very first line that almost every single doctor prescribes for patients with high blood pressure is an ACE inhibitor and your ACE inhibitors have had snake venom in them for a very long time. So not only that, but your heart medications now, your diabetes medications now, uh, your neurological drugs. um, (coughs) And these are all things that you can look up uh, you can search for medications with snake venom. You can search research um, about new drugs that contain snake venom, things that they're working on. You can look up about vaccinations that they're working on that have snake venom mm-hmm. in them because that's the, quote, way of the future. And people wake the fuck up because guess who talked about snake venom being the way of the future? Back in 2018, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. Yep. And he brought that up. And so if you you pay attention and you know that the things that they're talking to us about or talking about at these world summits and and stuff, like what just happened in Dubai – that's their plan. They're putting their plan out there or the exercises like event 201 and, you know, all the Ted talks from Bill Gates and whatever. They're telling you what they're going to do and they're doing it. So for people to not understand that this is a very dark possibility that is going on, I, I, I cannot comprehend why people don't understand that. And it, you know, um, if Coumadin, so Coumadin is a drug Mm -hmm. and that's actually rat poison. Right. Um, and so there, if you think that it's difficult to believe that they could actually put snake venom into a medication, well, what do you think that we've been thinning people's blood with for years? Exactly. Um, and it's a very dangerous drug and, um, in, if used too much, it has the same effect of, us giving it to rats to kill them. Right. Um, I find that very interesting, but some snake venom is also used in that same way as well. Um, it there, But there's also some that actually 
coagulates the blood and causes blood clots like the crate snake in China. Right. Um, the king cobra snake has the opposite effect and it has um, your, your blood runs a little bit thinner. And if you don't think that that's a possibility, like Janet said, look it up because they have already figured out how to synthesize that and make it on their own. Right. So they can make synthetic snake venom. You can buy it on Amazon. You can look it up and seriously buy yourself some of it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I don't know why anybody would want to do that, but you could. Right. Um, and so with, with that, I, I want to take kind of a sharp right over into mm -hmm. something that kind of struck me that Dr. Artis didn't talk about it on any of the videos that I heard, but I think it's worthwhile to mention um, looking at the symbolism and connecting to biblical things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in Exodus 7, chapter 7, verse 11, um, I'm going to read it to you here. Mm -hmm. um, it is Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts. And then um, when you get to the point where, so there's Moses and Aaron, they're in the throne room with Pharaoh, and Pharaoh calls all of his sorcerers in. And it says, so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a serpent. Mm -hmm. But Pharaoh called the wise men and the sorcerers and magicians of Egypt, and they also did the same things by their magic arts. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a serpent. But Aaron's staff swallowed up the other staffs. And that is the story that actually gave uh, birth to the very first symbol of medicine right. called the caduceus. Mm -hmm. And um, there's two different ones that you will see. One of them is a singular staff with a singular snake around it. Mm -hmm. And that was the original caduceus, which is of biblical origin. Mm -hmm. It's a rod with a brass snake on it. Um, but then the Greeks got hold of it a thousand, like thousands of years later, and they gave their god Hermes a rod with wings on the top. So that's also another one you'll see is wings on the top. And then two snakes entwined around it. Mm -hmm. But their god of healing is Asclepius, and he had the same rod and snake that Moses had made. So that's kind of like the background of where that symbol came from. But have you ever actually wondered why we are using snakes as the Western medicine symbol? What is the connection piece and why, why that? Um, why is it for biblical medicine. And I can tell you that, um, and I've said it before, but the root of the word pharmacopoeia or pharmacology mm -hmm. or pharmaceuticals is witchcraft. So when Pharaoh called his sorcerers and magicians and wise men is just another word for like a sorcerer of some kind, that's like the dark arts, the black magic. Um, that is not fake stuff. It's just a different source. Right. It's, um, it's an evil demonic source. Now it doesn't make it not real. But God is is who he is, right? So God's will always trump everyone else's. So when Aaron throws his staff down and it turns into a snake, Pharaoh's like, watch this. And his sorcerers do the same thing. Theirs turns into snakes. But then Aaron's eats the other two because God. Right. And God will always overpower. God's always more powerful than the dark. Right. Light is always more powerful than the dark, right? right. So that symbol is what we are putting on Western medicine but its root is in witchcraft. Right. It basically means sorcery or witchcraft. And and the drugs, the name pharmaceuticals, is the root of that word is witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So um, when we give drugs to people, now I get it. There, there are some drugs out there that are very life-saving, like insulin and, and such, that have really saved people's lives. 
um, in our quote unquote modern world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to me that now we, we go to the doctor for any old little thing and it's like, Oh, fix this. Like we get a cold, mm-hmm. which by the way, is your body just detoxifying. Right. And everybody's like, I need a Z pack. I need some antibacterial something or other. And it's like, that's not what's going on. You don't have a germ. Your body's just plugged up with crud. It's just releasing it all. Right. It's it like triggers your mucous membrane to kind of snot it out, you know? So blow your fucking nose. You're going to get rid of this like pretty quickly, right? <laughs> so um, it, that's all a cold is. And no, it doesn't feel good. And we always say, oh, we're sick. And it's like, no, you're not sick. Your body needs to rest and release. Mm-hmm. And so um, the I, I talk about my herbal tea cleanse a lot. But when I do that regularly, I don't get colds because I'm I'm already keeping my temple clear, mm-hmm. right? I'm keeping house clean. Right. Um, so I rarely get sick. Now, COVID was one I was a little baffled by because I I believed I wasn't going to get it because I don't I don't get colds. And we all said, oh, it's just another cold. Um, and I I knew I was going to survive it. It what there was no fear about it. I was like, whatever. Um, and then I ended up getting it and lost taste and smell. And I thought, how odd. This is really strange. Like I and and the funny thing was was I had back pain, like almost like Lady Day's cramps in my back, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't have, um, I hardly had a fever at all, hardly. And I didn't feel sick. I was actually quite energetic. I wasn't tired. I didn't have trouble breathing. Um, I didn't have any of the cold-like symptoms to it. But when you know that um, if you get a snake bite and you have to suck out that poison, mm-hmm. that venom, having it in your mouth for just seconds and spitting it right out you will lose taste and smell because it paralyzes those receptors. Right. And so that makes sense to me because nothing else I experienced was even viral-like. Um, I don't think I got it beyond a 99, but quite frankly, if you got a cat bite, your body would probably you know, start the fever process just to be sure that no bacteria is forming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I didn't hardly have any kind of a fever and like there were, there was just not normal symptoms, but why my back? And I had a lot of people say they had back pain. Mm-hmm. Why would you have back pain? What would have caused that? You know? And now it completely makes sense why those of us that never get sick right. got sick because it wasn't from breathing it in. It wasn't lungs. It was something that we got through water. Right. So, um, but that, but that symbol is what we're drawn to. We're drawn to this caduceus with snakes, which is evil and it's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And yet we continue going back to the doctors day in and day out and day in and day out and just believing everything they say. And I feel like now it's starting to get revealed that the whole thing is a farce, the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. And yet they continue to play dumb. They're making millions of dollars. They're playing dumb. They're going to try to debunk artists and say that this isn't real, um, but I can tell you, I work in Western medicine during the day, and I can I can tell you absolutely that I've I believed it was a farce before COVID even hit. Hundred percent. And um, the way that they speak, the how they blindly and dumbly follow the CDC and the NIH and the WHO, and um, you know it it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. And then just the do as I say, just do what I tell you to do, just comply. And then the doctors get mad if you don't, and if you have your own mind about it, mm-hmm. they're like you're not qualified to know this. I am. And then it becomes this ego thing. I'm like, wake up people. Right. Nobody's your boss. Nobody's a boss of you. Yeah. You got to use your brain. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing. And that's what I've always stressed. Like, um, in all the years that I practiced is that you know, your body more than anybody else, you know, what's inside of you, you know, how you feel, go with that, go with your gut, 
if you know something is not right, like they put you on whatever and you agree to take it and you know something's not right, listen to your body and you do what you need to do to heal yourself. You should never yes. allow them to, and that's what it's all about, is to put you in this um, system of, and circle of never, never ending control over you and your health. They can't let you die per se, but they're going to keep you sick so that you keep coming back and they can keep giving you stuff. I mean, look at, you know, from the very get go, it was the Rockefeller Foundation and the Carnegie Foundation that put manufacturing waste into the water supply and then petroleum and to medications. And so, like you said earlier with the rat poison, which is extremely true um, for, you know, it's also called warfarin for people that may be on the mm -hmm. generic instead of Coumadin. But there are so many things like that. I mean, think about this. Think about the new, new age, new thing to do is go and get injections for your wrinkles with Botox. One Botulism. Of, one of the most deadly toxins on the planet. Please inject this into your face because we're so vain. We're concerned about wrinkles. Now, if you have migraines, let's inject this into your head even more to, quote, cure your migraines. Um, so these kind of things, these kind of toxins and poisons have been dumped into our medication and our water supply because what is bleach? They put bleach in the water system. How many times in people that live in the city have you turned on your faucet and you smell bleach? Yeah, chlorine. Mm -hmm. So uh, just saying, you know, this is not for people that are having a really hard time and that are struggling with, with even thinking that this could remotely possibly be true. Your homework assignment is to go and look up medications that you're on, look up cancer treatments, because the very first cancer treatment, and I've talked about this before, was brought over here by German scientists, of course, um, and it was mustard gas, a poison that they outlawed in the Geneva Convention. But they brought it over here as the very first form of chemo. Um, the only approved treatments in the United States for cancer patients are radiation and chemo, which are poisonous. So for people that can't wrap their head around how it could be possible that snake venom could be um, even a thing in the vaccines or in vaccination or in water, um, you're sadly mistaken. You're crazy because they do it literally every day in every treatment and medication. Yep. Um, I was also thinking, you know, as far as like, we've talked kind of about nicotine and some of the things that you can take to mitigate it 
as they go to release these new variants and whatnot, because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, so, you know, if everybody out there is saying, okay, fine, if this is true and it's getting into our water supply, what do we do about it? Because how do we control that? How do we get it out um, of the water? Does it affect pets? How does it affect us? I mean, you can take a shower in it and that's the purpose of your skin is to protect you from that kind of stuff. So it's not going to harm you if you, if you're taking a shower in it, but it's meant to be Mm -hmm. ingested and get into your intestinal tract. Um, Mm -hmm. and that was one of the points Dr. Artis makes is that they were testing the, um, they were testing the waste material and they were like, Oh, there's COVID in the waste material. Yeah. Because we all have, um, different pathways to get rid of toxins. So think about this too. If it was a respiratory virus, how is it coming out of your poop? Can Mm -hmm. you tell me that? Like Mm -hmm. if it's in your lungs, how are you pooping it out? Mm -hmm. If it's not a toxin, um, like a, like a venom, then how is it coming out into the wastewater? And they were, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Seriously, they were testing this wastewater and to, in order to determine when the next breakout would occur. Right. But, but if, you're passing it already, then the breakout already happened. Correct. And so they were flipping the script. They were flipping the narrative on people and trying to like get it into our heads that, oh, here comes the next round. And they were just preparing us for them releasing it. Right. They were testing the wastewater to say, okay, it, it's working. They're, they're, they've got it in their systems and they're pooping it out. So um, everybody has the excretory system. So you can either cough something out. So your carbon dioxide gets rid of toxins. Right but it wasn't in our lungs. Um, pee, poop, um, women have men- menstrual fluids. Mm-hmm. And then um, sweat is another way that we can talk, um, get it out through our skin. Mm-hmm. And so that is, I am a huge, huge proponent of saunas or um, steam showers or, you know, you making sure you sweat. If people tell me they don't sweat, it freaks me the hell out. And I'm like, that ain't right. We need to figure this out. Stop using antiperspirants, please. You are meant to sweat. And if you're using the antiperspirant because you're what embarrassed that you're going to have like a water or a wet stain or a wet mark under here, if there's a color to it or it stinks, then you're toxic. Mm -hmm. You need to, you need to cleanse because sweat isn't really meant to stink necessarily. It's when mixed with bacteria. Yes, it's going to, because we're so loaded when you use antiperspirant, that shit collects in your lymph nodes and all of that kind of stuff. And that's what's causing you to sweat, um, to stink. Right. If you stink, you you need need zinc. So, yep. So, um, you know, if your pathways are not clear and your kidneys are not functioning properly, by the way, if you get really puffy under here, like you've got those little pus kind of looking puffy bags under your eyes, Mm -hmm. that means your kidneys are not functioning well. Um, so you can look at the face and, um, it's, it's a traditional Chinese medicine approach and you can look at the face and the face indicates exactly what's going on in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, I can look at the iris of the eye and tell what's happening in the body as well. So that's why we need to do things like um, cleanses regularly and making sure that we're sweating or um, going into a sauna to sweat stuff out and make sure, and even sweat lodges, you know, the the Native Americans, they knew if they, in fact, that's what they were doing. They were going and having these sweat lodges, even here on the reservations where I live. And um, they were doing these sweat lodges and passing it around because, well, that's what they thought mm-hmm. because they were, um, it was all respiratory at the time. Right. So they were passing it, but really they were a population that was targeted. Right. Um, it was a lot of minority populations they were targeting through the water supply and they, they picked that um, based upon the cities that they released it. In. Right. And so I, I, 
I would like to learn a little bit more about that piece to this whole thing and how the water supply section worked. But um, I, the rest of it completely makes sense. I, I would like to know how they determined which cities and which cities feed into other cities and whatnot. But, um, you know, we got to keep our, our pathways clear so that if toxins are coming in, we're making sure that they're coming out too. That's how our bodies were designed to work. And that's how this was coming out was as a toxin. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's, there's so many different ways that you can mitigate that. Um, that's number one. Like I said, do cleanses. But um, we already talked about some of the over-the-counter things that you can take mm-hmm. to make sure that you stay clear of it. But one thing I've discussed before is called Miracle Mineral Solution, and it's chlorine dioxide. And chlorine dioxide in its pure form is actually something that they use to treat municipal water mm-hmm. so that it because it purifies water in large amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miracle Mineral sol- Solution, it's a part A and part B solution. And many people were taking this through COVID saying, I take this every day and, and it's keeping me healthy. Um, it, I heard it is just slightly different than regular chlorine dioxide, but one of the bottles is chlorine dioxide. That's part A. And then part B is the acids, the acid base. Mm -hmm. When you mix the drops together, it creates a chemical, um, compound that you then mix with water and you drink it. And what it does is it destroys pathogens in the body, but keeps, it doesn't hurt you. It, and once it clears out all the pathogens throughout its pathway, then it turns into table salt and you pass it through urine. So this, the miracle mineral solution is not harmful to the body. Um, a lot of people were really kind of nervous about it, but there's a book by Jim Humble that you can get called the MMS recovery guidebook. There's a vaccine protocol in there. There is a snake bite protocol in there. Mm interesting enough. There's um, uh, autoimmune disease protocols in that book. Um, So many miracles have happened. Miracles meaning diseases we didn't think had cures Mm -hmm. are being cured from this miracle mineral solution, this part A and part B. And so um, I think you can go to jimhumble.co to order that book. And I would highly recommend getting the book because you are not going to be able to do this uninstructed. And um, I have been through that book so many times now myself. And I I mean, I feel like I know a lot about it. I take the stuff myself, but it, it will kind of help in the same format that chlorine dioxide will. But if you really want to clear the venom out of water, then you're going to have to start treating your water with chlorine dioxide. Um, but just be very safe when if you're going to do that. Be very, very cautious Um, I would also say that if that's what keeps you healthy in these next rounds that they're going to be releasing, then that will prove to you right then and there that this was venom and it was never respiratory. And can I just say those masks were total and utter bullshit from the beginning. If you didn't think it was before, if you ever wore one outside or in your car by yourself, and people you are still a do. fucktard. I'm sorry. And people still do. People oh still my gosh. Do. Stop being fucktards. So I want. Yep, and it's. I want to say um, something about the water supply because um, I had a very lengthy discussion with somebody the other day because um, they were attacking a friend of mine, and the and this person was like, "There's no way possible um, that they could put uh, venom in the water supply and and have it survive because it would kill it." Okay, I want you to understand the level of manipulation that they use, um, even like with our 
uh, genetics now where they can cut and splice your DNA to insert or take out or whatever. And that's what they're doing with this vaccination. Um, they do it with animals. They do it in laboratory testing on everything they experiment on. Um, they have found venom, venom to be very, um, what do you want to say? Um, it lasts for a very, very long time. Um, so if you don't think that they have synthetically found a way for that not to die and stuff, you're sadly mistaken. Um, people also talk about um, the lyophilized vaccinations that come into the office um, because Dr. Artis mentioned that uh, these <clears throat> COVID vaccines were yellow, right? Before they re redid them. And so people are like, oh, well, anytime there's a lyophilized vaccination, um, they're always yellow. No, they're not. I was in charge of the Vaccines for Children program at our teaching facility. They are white. They are very, very white. They are never yellow. Um, and so then the next thing was, well, there's no way, um, even if this was in vaccinations, because they have to, you know, freeze it down to, you know, 80 below zero or whatever. And so it wouldn't be able to survive. That is another falsification because every single vaccination has a specific temperature range based on how that was actually created. Some of them are refrigerated. Some of them are frozen. There is a specific temperature regulation that you have to follow. So mm -hmm. the temperature thing and how that couldn't possibly happen, that's complete and utter horseshit as well. And that's coming from somebody that gave vaccinations forever. And that's interesting that you say that because I, um, I have a group of practice managers that I manage. And one of them, when her clinic started to uh, administer the vaccines, mm -hmm. um, they, they was such an important service to their community. Mm -hmm. um, when she started getting in the vials of it and had to store it, you know, at those very specific temperatures, we have temp logs mm -hmm. and all of that stuff that's very highly regulated and tracked and, right. and all of that. And she, she reached out to me and she's like, it's so weird, but it's kind of yellowish. She said, do you think it's gone bad? Do you think we got a bad batch? Mm -hmm. Because she, and she noticed this. So this, this isn't somebody who's clinical in nature. She's administrative. Right. And she even noticed that they turned yellow. And I didn't think anything of it. And I thought, well, go ask the pharmacy. They'll know. They're the experts in it. You know, anything that we say as non-clinical people, they're going to have something to say about that. So go ask the clinical people, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I ever heard back as far as what she found out about that. But I I remember her asking, mm -hmm. is this normal because it's yellow? No, it's so not. um when I heard this on the video with Dr. Artis, I was like, Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. and, and so I can attest to the fact that they are yellow in nature mm -hmm. because one of my managers asked me about it. Yeah. So and and here's another thing that people need to understand with the with the strict temperature regulation and the and the temp logs. Um if you have a malfunction, say in your refrigerator section in, in where they're just refrigerated vaccinations. You have to report that to the state. If you get state vaccines, you have to report that 
for the state, then you have to take every single one of those vaccines out of inventory and you have to trash those vaccinations. Um, Mm -hmm. So all through COVID, we're hearing that the government is pumping them out so much and, and, you know, so quickly and they're over sending to people that did not order that many. And even like pharmacies at like Kroger or Target or whatever, we heard stories where the pharmacy uh, storage areas were so full that they were putting them out in the refrigerator section in the store. That is a biological. You literally cannot store vaccinations anywhere with food. So the government knew this and they didn't care and they kept manufacturing. So another thing that I thought about when you were talking about the water supply and, and the targeted areas, um, Lo and behold, today, more documentation from Pfizer was released. Um, The African-American population is being killed at a faster rate than anyone else. Now, I want you to think very closely about that. What happened in Flint with the water supply? Flint, Michigan has a very large African population. Um, Mm -hmm. where did they set up all of the planned parenthoods when those were put in and why did they target African-American neighborhoods depopulation? What are they doing right now? And it's in targeted areas. And like you mentioned, the Indian reservations, that's a very common place for them to, um, not only do things to the water, um, but also give them, um, you know, different uh, fungi and stuff like that in their filtration systems and whatnot. There's tons of stories out there because I'm like a huge crime um, forensic kind of person. And there's tons of stories about that where uh, different toxins were released into Indian villages and whatnot because they don't have the medical care that other facilities mm-hmm. have. So there again, easily controlled um, places for you to infect the water systems at anything in an inner city, um, you know, which also goes along with their, they want everybody to uh, be driven into certain areas. So would it surprise me if they started putting it in rural communities? No, because they want to push everybody in so they can take all the farmland and stuff. And interestingly enough, what did we note um, when COVID was at its peak was that those with chronic conditions Mm -hmm. were getting hit the hardest. And that's the diabetics and the COPDers and any of those kind of chronic diseases. Mm -hmm. Um, The Native American population, actually their highest chronic condition is diabetes. And um, that is probably the number one thing that that particular group uh, battles Mm -hmm. as far as chronic conditions, which affects your retinopathy in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it affects, you know, the neuropathy in your limbs and all of that. So it, I mean, this kind of mimics a lot of that kind of stuff too, but right. 
that's another reason why they targeted those populations because they knew that those um, the Native American population were high in diabetic, mm-hmm. and so it would get a lot a, a lot larger of a portion of them, right? And I, than any other group. I want people to understand too that. Um, when they started all of the DNA collection with, you know, 23andMe and Ancestry.com and all these people are so willing to give over their DNA samples so they could wink, find out where their families came from. Wink, right. Because, you know, somebody in a room somewhere would just automatically know where you came from and who mm-hmm. all your relatives were. Uh, bullshit. Um, right. So anyway... <laughs> When they when they started collecting all of that information, they literally have, <coughs> if there was one family member um, that submitted DNA, they have all of your genetic code. It's really mm-hmm. easy for them to do a bioweapon where it targets specific organs based on whatever the population is. Um, so diabetics, heart disease, things like that, because w- people willingly gave their information. Not only that, but when um, the World Health Organization uh, got involved and we send them, anytime you go to the doctor um, and they use a diagnosis code or a procedure code, um, that gets fed into the electronic system that's wink safe and secure mm-hmm. the world health organization has all of that information um the world health organization has scientists who literally disperse throughout their world to work in facilities um and for people who not, are not aware and you you may have been hung up on the slap at the Grammys when this was going on, but they put a bid in for the World Health Organization to control the world's pandemic response. What that means is that all nations, the United States, Canada, and everywhere around the world will be under the control of the World Health Organization and what they say goes if they say go to door go door to door and rip people out of their homes, if they say every person on the planet has to take remdesivir, uh, everybody's going to be locked down, uh, you can't go out of your house or you'll get arrested, whatever the case may be, the World Health Organization is going to have the control because Trump was smart enough to take us out. And any member state that was not part of that is not going to fall under this. Biden put us back in to the World Health Organization, which means that we will also be under that control, which also means that what they say supersedes our Constitution. So you will have no rights if they make a vaccination mandatory, they make treatments mandatory, uh, they want to give everybody snake venom. Um, it's going to happen and there's nothing we can do about it because that whole slap heard around the world business was going on at the same time that we were supposed to send in video or letters or whatever, um, fighting against 
the World Health Organization taking over this authority and this power. But because we got distracted with the Grammy bullshit, mm-hmm. it went through. And I mean, that's, that's like the whole playbook too, is mm-hmm. to, to distract them because, and, and again, I go back to the very, when we first started this, it's like all of us bought it hook, line and sinker, you know, every one of us, we, we might've thought there was something suspicious about COVID or, um, I actually had one of the doctors in one of my clinics say, oh my gosh, I think these people are borderline mental health issues, have borderline mental health issues. They literally told me they don't believe COVID is real. And she's like, do you believe that? Do you, you, you realize COVID's real, right? And I'm just looking at her and I thought in what sense, but yeah, we all thought it was respiratory. We all thought it was a cold though. Like we just diminished it, but we didn't know that it was a complete deception. Mm -hmm. And the snake is a symbol of deception and deceit. It has been forever. And I, I I mean, there's so many different symbols, the connection to the Pope that he makes, honestly, you all know that those of you little tinfoil hat peeps out there, you know, that the throne room in the um, Vatican, Vatican mm-hmm. looks like a serpent. Right. Okay. Draw that correlation right there. And then the gold, um, the gold ribbon on the bottom and through the middle of the hat that the Pope wears right. is called the mitre. And that's even symbolic of what's going on. And when you break down the, the term coronavirus 19 or Corona 19, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, it is King Cobra virus and it's made of 19 different snake venoms. And they can prove that because they've isolated that. Remember how they never could isolate the virus? Right. They never did. How many of us said it? Oh, this can't be a virus because they never isolated it. Mm-hmm. They, or it's, we said it's not its own virus. Right. It's just a cold, right? Um, and, and it wasn't any of that. But yet they still put it right out in front of us mm-hmm. the whole time. And they can tell you what kind of snake venoms are in it. 19 different kinds. So think about um, the genius marketing, not only from um, the government and the, you know, pharmaceutical companies and whatever, but think about uh, Lysol kills COVID-19 states that on their thing. Really now Lysol is strong enough to kill what we now know to be snake venom. All righty. How about mask? Protects against or doesn't protect against COVID-19? Well, no shit. Because it's venom, which is not respiratory in nature. Right. Um, So, yeah, the the marketing in this whole thing is genius because uh, who makes Lysol? Is it Johnson & Johnson? Hmm. Yep. Don't they have a vaccination as well? Weird, weird, huh? So the DOD being involved in this, um, and there's documentation on that. I just want people to to think, because Shannon and I have talked about this before, because, um, you know, Bill Gates and everybody that goes out there and they're like, oh, we have to be prepared for the next pandemic crisis that's going to come through here and all the rumblings going around that it was going to be hemorrhagic fever guess what people the fucking dod and the united states government also own every fucking medication and treatment for the hemorrhagic fever that's supposed to be coming through hmm weird weird huh 
So you're going to bleed from every orifice in your body uh, if they release that into the public as well. And Fauci's been on his TV rounds again, stating that we're going to have to have more lockdowns. And then the lovely Dr. Oz that's running for office now um, thinks that we should do what China does and we should force lockdown people and beat them and whatever. Uh, that's not going to cure anything, whether it is a uh, toxin that they're releasing or, you know, if you believe in viruses and, and uh, bacteria, that, that's not going to solve anything because they're going to survive regardless. And they're, I feel like the lockdowns are just practice trial sessions for the FEMA camps that they want to put us all into. Right. And because they want us into these segregated populations, and just like you said, feed it into the feed the venom through the water supply in rural communities, mm -hmm. because they don't want us there. Mm -hmm. That's too off the grid for them. They want us in these main areas, these main cities, like cattle, where we're sitting on. Yeah, like cattle. Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say we're sitting on top of one another, and there's billions of people around. Mm -hmm. And then that way, they have greater control because they've gotten us into these like smaller sections that they can control better. Mm -hmm. Um, away from mountains, away from water, you know, where they, we have to rely on them for our water. We right. don't, you know, we can't be self-sufficient. Um, so it's, it all connects. It all is part of this plan that they've been pushing the whole time. And um, I just heard recently because I'm actually running for school board here where I live woo, and woo, they are, woo, they are Shannon. talking about Woo, woo, vote for Shannon. Um, we're they're talking about masks again, right. and I am. I mean to tell you, I'm about done with this. Like I'm ready to light hell on fire, and I've I've had it. Mm -hmm. um, this stuff needs to come out, and it needs to come out fast. Mm -hmm. And of course, people are going to try to debunk it. Um, but the masks never worked. They were never supposed to be. The, mm -hmm. What all they did was it isolated us, and it it took away that emotional connection that we right. have as human beings because. I, I also um, do emotion code with people and I, I help unblock emotional blockages. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of those can be caused from traumas that we get from reading another person's facial expressions right. um, or the tone of voice or whatever. But you can't, some of us can't even understand what people are saying with masks on. I need that mouths. Made, I need to read me. lips. <laughs> Old deaf ears. Yeah. And, <laughs> Totally. And I like I have great hearing, but I don't have great focus. So I, I watch people's mouths when they're talking to me so that I can hear. And I also watch movies with subtitles, by the way, my family gets nuts. We do when too. I do that. Yeah. But I, I it's almost like I can't hear individual words that they're saying with the music and everything in the background if I'm not reading it at the same mm -hmm. time. Um, and so that that really kind of fucks with the way that we interrelate as people, as human beings. Mm -hmm. They knew that. Now, who sat around and determined six feet distances? If this was venom and, you know, and it's like they they were like, we're going to say this is respiratory. So how did they come to six feet? Because in some places I heard it was five feet. But six feet is actually the um, diameter of your electromagnetic field. Correct. Right. And I suppose it can be stronger than that if you are high vibing. But mm -hmm. um, that's the typical weakened person's electromagnetic field in all directions around you is six feet. Right. Um, we bury people six feet under. 
and we want people to stay six feet away from us because Mm -hmm. then our energies can't cross because when our energies cross and we are simpatico, then we're stronger. Correct. And, and the more people that are together, and you know, when we go to concerts, have you ever been in a concert where the energy is just crazy and everybody is just having a wonderful time? Mm-hmm. It's infectious. People are happy, and um, you know, that's all energy feeding one another. And you know, I I can literally. Janet, if um, you and I were not texting or looking at each other and I said in my mind, I said, I love you, Janet, you would feel that yep. from from the distance <laughs> that we are because our energy moves that fast yeah. and we do affect one another's energy. So covering up faces and making people stand alone, that was all planned out to isolate us and, and it has increased uh, anxiety and depression. Right. It has increased suicide rates because it has made people feel more alone than ever. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need to take these masks off. We need to get back to hugging each other. We need to get back to loving one another. And and greater than that, we need to stop complying. Right. We need to stop complying. Our number is greater than them. And and Bugs Life, again, that's another story that they um they put right out there in front of you. That whole premise to that movie is we have greater numbers. If all of the ants get together, we can overthrow the grasshoppers. Right. And um, they're scared of that once they figure out just how many more of us there are than them. And, you know, I, I just feel like we need to start rising up. And I'm seeing it in my city now with the school board election, which is just the most crazy experience I think I've ever gone through in my entire life. And I am begging people to stand up and speak up and reach out and right. say something. Stop being quiet. You know, just like Janet and I are on a podcast discussing this and putting this out there, quit being a keyboard warrior and bitching about it on social media. Get up and do something. I'm now running for an official election because I've had it. I've My head was turned for far too long and I'm not going to do that anymore. I am now involved. I'm looking right at them and I'm not going to let go. And they just went after my kids this week. And so they have just deepened my resolve to not let up. If you want to know what happens when a pit bull bites, and locks their jaw. Well, they done just caused that to happen. I'll tell you what. So get up and start talking and stop allowing this crap. I was going to say, never poke a mother bear. That is very dangerous for people. And so on the energy side of things, and like you said, staying six feet apart, um, when you are in somebody else's energy section, it makes things so much stronger, which in turn is going to heal your body system because positive energy affects your chakras um, and it affects your body's ability to produce happy chemicals and healing chemicals. Um, that is another reason why they want you to stay far away from each other is so that you don't have that ability to use each other to heal each other. Uh, they don't like that idea. And for the the keyboard warriors and the people out there who have been shitting on everyone in the community that's been commenting on this, I want to say one thing to you. If you believe yourself to be a free thinker, And, you know, we've been lied to all of this time and whatnot, but yet you stop, you draw the line here. That's information I don't want to hear. It's not true. It can't possibly be true. Then you are not the person that you say that you are. 
Um, you have to look at everything from a possibility angle. Now, me personally, can I confirm 100% without a doubt that this is really venom? No, I cannot because I don't have a laboratory nor access to water samples or whatnot. Um, but there are people out there who have Arizona, like Shannon said earlier, they just isolated this. Um, there are other researchers in other places who have done the same. The information is out there. This information that we are talking about, there's so many studies. There's like um, 150 or more papers and, and studies on snake venom and, uh, you know, Merck whatever is part of this and the DOD and all the documentation is out there. Um, if they're trying to shut this information down, this video down, they're going to start removing documents off the internet, off the NIH's website because the NIH funded, uh, all of this shit <clears throat> again, gain of function, uh, research. Uh, yeah, Dr. Fauci, I hope he has to answer for this one as well in front of Congress. Um, but with them shutting this down and shutting down people who are bringing light to the possibility that this is going on, they do not censor nonsense, as Bob's Lessons says. Um, they only censor information that has Truth. been proven to be truthful. So with that being said, um, if you have questions about it, look into things, open your mind to the possibility that this is actually true. If you look back in history at all of the things that they have experimented on us with, uh, injected us with, um, all the way back to the very early days of vaccinations or, throughout history with, you know, different medications or poisons or toxins or, you know, whatever the case may be. They literally do it all the time. They put it in our medications. They put it in our food. They put it in makeup products. They literally do it to everything that we use that is, quote, processed. So get away from that. Me personally, I'm not a huge um, pill taker. I don't want to take 7,000 supplements a day. So a lot of what I do is through food, um, through herbs, through, you know, natural things like that. And like I said, at the beginning of the show, one of the things that is, uh, a neuroprotectant is, um, from red peppers actually. So one thing that you can do, uh, is dry those, and then grind them into a powder. Um, if you don't want to eat a red pepper, you can grind it into a powder. Uh, put it in spices. You can put it in water. You know, you can sprinkle it on a salad or, or whatnot if you don't want to eat a whole, whole red pepper. But there's plenty of things and herbs and stuff in nature that you can use um, that will help you to heal your system. So... And um, going back on one of the things that you were just saying too, um, there are a couple of ways that you can 
test this out for yourself to see if he's full of shit or not. Um, and one of those is they came out with the COVID home test, right? Um, I, I don't know if they're, those are PCR, but they look like the pregnancy tests, right? Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to like spit on them or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have not, I got through this whole thing without taking a test. Thank God, yeah, no. because I know that they were, they were, tainted. you know, fixing those things yeah, too. Tainted. Um, yeah. And so here, one of the things you can do is you can take one of those home COVID tests and you can put it under your water supply. And if it, if your water's testing positive for COVID, that tells you there's venom in it because mm -hmm. it's not just DNA then. And, um, those, those home tests are not very sensitive. So, um, if they are showing positive, then it's strong enough to activate a weak test. Mm -hmm. And so, um, why do we think that the president uh, in that country in Africa, which I think it was, um, was it Zambia or Zaire or something like mm -hmm. that, but he tested the papaya and right. he tested goat DNA mm -hmm. and they both tested positive for COVID. Well, that makes sense to me now because if the water supply was tainted and that's what grew that vet, that fruit, or if the fruit was washed in it or something, and, mm -hmm. and that's when they tested it. And then, you know, animals are drinking water supply all the time. So again, if it was tainted water supply, then that goat would have had it. Right. Um, but you can also check your own water supply. So that's one thing you can do to see. And um, if it's not, if it's water and it's not human DNA that's activating that and causing it to be positive, mm -hmm. then right there, that's one way of testing it. The other way is you can order yourself a D-dimer test mm -hmm. and you can just do it online. You go on to one of the like ultalab.com mm -hmm. and you can order a D-dimer test and then their medical doctor will basically create what's called a requisition. You print that requisition and take it to your local am ambulatory lab like Quest Labs and that that serves as the doctor's order. You get your blood test taken, the results go back to ultalab and then they're going to send you the results. If you have an elevated D-dimer test, that right there is an indication of venom mm -hmm. in your system. And you can still have that uh, months after you've had COVID because if you have no taste or smell, you probably still have it in your system. Mm -hmm. If people have that, um, I forget what they call it, like long haulers COVID or whatever it is, where right. it's like months and months and months, even a year or more down the road, and they're still experiencing symptoms, not being able to breathe. Well, venom is actually supposed to paralyze your diaphragm. Right. So if you don't have, if it's really gotten into your system, it there's no reason why it would leave if you're not detoxifying and it's not coming out your body, it's going to continue to cause those effects. Mm -hmm. Respiratory stuff, you would have coughed it out long ago. But if people are still having those symptoms so long after the fact, it's possible that there is venom in the system. So that that would be the, the surefire way of telling if you have got venom in your system. And any doctor, the doctors run D-dimer tests to see if venom is at play ever. And if they're figuring out a complex case that they don't know what's going on, and it, you know, there's a lot of different symptoms, maybe hair loss or breathing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Venom can fuck with you in a, in a myriad of different ways. Right. So they'll, they'll run a D-dimer test. And if it's elevated, that tells them there's venom or some sort of toxic, um, some toxic, toxic substance. And so get yourself a D-dimer test. If you can order that online and you think your doctor's not going to sign a, uh, order for you to go get that, that would tell you right then and there. So, I mean, there's, yeah, you can check on your own. You can do your own research. Mm -hmm. And if that stuff is still not going to make you believe it, then check your blood. If you feel like you had COVID and it really affected you, 
then go take the D-dimer test. So there's ways of proving that he's not full of shit. You know, there's ways of proving that this is real. Mm-hmm. I actually have a client of mine that I'm I'm very strongly encouraging to go get that D-dimer test. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not one that gives orders or prescribes or any of that kind of thing. I educate and the decision is theirs. So the ball's in their court if they want to if they want to find out why they still have lung issues or the lung issues that were caused as a result of them having COVID early, early on two years ago. Um, you know, if there's venom in the system, it's a two day treatment of Nicorette gum Mm -hmm. and that can really help release that. Right. And so, um, I also had that client do a detox. So, and have been having her use essential oils as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you she's improved. And this is something that they told her, was a chronic lung condition. Um, they didn't connect it to COVID, but you know, unless she dies, they're not going to connect it to COVID. Um, and so honestly, like if her, if she's got improvement at all, and they're saying she's got tons of scar tissue inside her lungs, then that tells me that this is a very plausible possibility. And so I'm, I am one that I'm going to keep an open mind and I'm not going to debunk it right away. But if, if I think that there's a possibility of this, then I'll have her go do a D-dimer test. Mm-hmm. I'll have her like check her water supply where she lives to see, you know, with a home test and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. those are free. You can go to that public health and get one for free right? or for 20 bucks or something. So, um, you know, don't debunk it until you try all the different ways. And if you're mm-hmm. experiencing something and you don't have elevated D-dimer, then whatever, good, go pow- good you know, more power to you, but I I feel like there are ways to check and validate this for yourselves rather than just look up all the research and do all of the, the, um, reading and and everything. But if you know anything about scripture and you know anything about the deep state and the global elite and their plan, like we all think we do, right. We all feel like we have the inside scoop to all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Start putting these pieces together because I, I don't think that this is as far fetched as people are saying it is. Yeah. And I do one other thing um, that I want to mention is remember when there are tons of like, you know, um, funeral homes, directors and whatnot saying, you know, We've got all these deaths. They're saying they're all COVID, but the government's telling us that we have to put all COVID on stuff. And, you know, I talked about this a lot where they get paid a hell a lot more if they put uh, COVID on a death certificate or on your um, admission papers to the hospital or whatnot if the government has deemed it a, quote, pandemic um, or a public health crisis, public health emergency, they get more money. Um, there's more funding. But one of the things that the um, funeral homes were talking about is that when, you know, they're removing the blood so they can embalm people and they, you know, have slides and stuff of blood work, they were talking about how the the blood cells and even, you know, um, patients that were in the hospital, there's a lot of doctors that were like, look, the red blood cells don't look normal. A simple virus does not damage your red blood cells. Um, yes. It will not remove your body's ability uh, for the red blood cell to carry oxygen throughout the system. Um, to other tissues. It's also not going to cause tissue damage to other things, especially if it was a common cold. 
uh, virus. That doesn't happen with a common cold. So a lot of the slides that were coming out where um, there was so much damage to the red blood cells that it looked like prion disease, um, that is also, if, if you investigate into that, snake venom can also mimic prion disease and the destruction that they see on the cells. So um, with those things being said, this is really hard to ignore. It's really hard to believe that this is not true. Um, and like Shannon said, don't be afraid to uh, to speak up, whether it's about this or about something else. Um, people are going to chastise you. People will, you know, talk about you, make fun of you, shit on you, call you names, whatever. Um, you've got to draw a line and come to a point in your life where when are you going to take a stand and stand up for yourself and for your family? Or are you just always going to be a, yes, I'll do what the CDC says. Yes, I'll do what the government says. They can poison me. They can whatever. I'll let somebody else worry about it. Um, stand up and be the person that you were made to be. That's my opinion. And honestly, if this proves to be correct, that this was venom and not respiratory, mm -hmm. then you were wrong anyway. So if this is about people having too much pride in thinking, oh, I can't admit that I was wrong, you know, because there was a lot of doctors that we thought were on our side that were giving out hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and all of that. Mm -hmm. And they made millions of dollars treating COVID right. as a respiratory thing. And for, for this to be true means that they were wrong and that they made millions of dollars off of people mm -hmm. and off of something even they were buffooned on. And so I get what's at stake, but, but we all have to remain flexible and understand that we've been lied to so many times that this is not so far out from what they could potentially lie to us about. Right. We have to be okay with going, well, holy shit, I didn't see that one coming, right. but here we are and here it is. And we have to stop worrying about being wrong. There were so many things that were wrong or maybe that, you know, maybe this was just the play. Maybe this is just another play. I don't know, right. but I'm not, you know, here, here we are recording this and I'm out here saying, I believe that this is a plausible possibility right. and I'm keeping an open mind that this is, this is true because there's way too many things that fit this, this puzzle right. for me. And and if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to shift to a different thing because the COVID as it was before never made sense. There was always something off about right. it. There was always something wrong. Like we never really believed it, but yet we saw people dying, but it wasn't, it wasn't really COVID they were dying from. COVID continued to weaken their already weakened state. And now you're seeing, this is the thing that, um, that was that really drilled it into me. Why the booster upon the booster upon the booster? You know, they they gave these vaccines saying, okay, you're going to be protected. You're not going to get this now. Right. But then it was the vaccinated that were getting it. And don't even give me that whole there was a percentage of unvaccinated because unvaccinated still meant up to 14 days after your second dose. Mm -hmm. And they were basically killing people in 10. So they could call you unvaccinated even if you had had your second shot. Right. So it was the vaccinated that continued to get sick upon sick upon sick, booster upon booster upon booster. That's like getting snake bite on snake bite on snake bite. Right. Now think, why if snake venom 
has the properties to cause, you know, the prion disease or like look like that, the just tissue destruction, Mm -hmm. then um, you continuously getting doses of that is just going to weaken you and weaken you and weaken you until your tissues can't handle it. Now, look, I don't know about you, Janet, but people are dying that I know people, random people that you wouldn't have thought would die. Young kids, athletes, like Mm -hmm. everyone around me is now dying. It's the strangest phenomenon. And it's like, God, I just feel like there's more death around me, you know, like in connection points, not necessarily like personally, but connection points. A friend of mine just lost her dad. He like last night, he had chronic conditions. um, And he was not feeling well for a couple of days. And, you know, I, I believe he was vaccinated and probably boosted. I don't know that 100%, but but they believed in that. And so it makes me wonder if that's not what's now happening. And we heard that before, mm-hmm. that people are going to start dying right. a certain time frame after. And we're and a we're year past. It. Yeah. Yep. We're a year past those initial injections now. And people's tissue, those boosts, I mean, you're just feeding them more venom. They're making you sicker and sicker Mm -hmm. and sicker. Um, A relative of mine, she was vaccinated and boosted and now is finally just getting COVID. And she posted something on social media saying, you know, I made it through these two years and it just finally got me and I was vaxxed and boosted. And I'm like, well, that's why you have it. (laughs) If you would have just stayed away from it. And then the first freaking comment was, Oh, I'm so grateful because you could be so much worse off than you are right now if you wouldn't have gotten vaxxed and boosted. And it's like the hell she probably wouldn't have ever gotten it. (laughs) I mean, it just baffles me how people were thinking on that, you know, but it's like, you just gave yourself a couple of snake bites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, with the, with the technology, the way that it is in this mRNA vaccination. And like I said, it's, it's coded to make your body replicate. Um, So if you are one who's continually getting boosted, you're continually telling your body to replicate um, that venom protein, that venom toxin that's in your body, which is going to cause more widespread damage. And so, um, stop getting boosted, stop complying with that, start asking questions, um, start making a ruckus or not, and just choose to live your life in fear. I'm personally not one of those people and I'm not going to go out and buy a bunch of, you know, extra supplements and whatever, because for me, I have faith in God. And so whatever is going to happen is already predetermined for me. So if I am meant to stay healthy and use my voice to teach people, I will. If it's predetermined for me to get sick and die, that's going to happen too. So there's nothing that I can do to prevent what is already planned for me. So that's my way. And, you know, you know, I, I, I agree with that. And I, but I also think too, that, um, our body is our temple right. and it was given to us by God so that we can come and use our voice. And, and cause we, I do believe we are still here to win people for him, right. but, um, you know, we're supposed to take care of this body mm-hmm. and, and number one, that means positive thoughts, right positive emotions, high vibrary. That is what that means first and foremost, because negative thoughts are the number one toxin producer in the body. Now, 
as I am working through, um, you know, unblocking emotions from people's bodies so that their body can heal the way it's meant to heal, that energy block is going to stop you from healing the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. I just had a session done on me today and I had a lot of neck tension and um, tension in my jaw, as you can imagine, from a very stressful campaign season. <laughs> right. And I have been clamping so hard at night that my jaw just hurts all the time mm -hmm. and it clicks and pops. And I haven't had it that bad in a really long time. And as I was waiting for her to start, I was like massaging the side of my jaw, trying to release those muscles. So I told her, you know, this is what I would like to work on. And um, as she was clearing emotions from me, I felt my jaw just completely release, like right. just like spaghetti noodles, just like, and they, it just released. And I, I thought, oh my gosh, and I haven't had it back. Right. And because that block, that energy block is now gone. The tension in my neck has been released. Mm -hmm. And the things that I discovered, there was a lot of inherited emotion that I've been carrying around that was given to me through the generations. Right. And some of them went four to six generations back and I've given them to my kids. So we cleared through all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I say that to say that we, we are meant to take care of ourselves first and foremost in vibration. And um, essential oils are liquid light, which is frequency and vibration, and they are healing. And that's why they used them as medicines in the Bible. 100%. And we are meant to be thinking on positive things. I, I have it right here on my wall, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, think on these things. That is a biblical verse. Right. So why would God say that? He, it's not because he wants you to only know positive things and never know that evil exists in the world. No, no, no. He's trying to say, this is how you stay healthy. Right. The baby Jesus was given frankincense and myrrh, mm -hmm. not because he was, was wealthy, which he actually was. People think he was poor. He was not poor. Okay. But he was given that as a baby for his health. Mm -hmm. Frankincense heals. And myrrh was actually a foreshadowing because they use myrrh to, first of all, if you mix myrrh with frankincense, it, it, keep, it makes it last a little bit longer. Myrrh is kind of a preservative of sorts that helps the scent stay longer because frankincense is so uh, high in sesquiterpenes that it soaks right through your skin quickly. Mm -hmm. And myrrh kind of helps that um, go slower. But myrrh was actually an embalming fluid back then. Mm -hmm. So that was a foreshadowing of his death. And then later when um, Mary broke the oil vial over him, it was the equivalent of about $1,500 in today's dollars. And it was myrrh. And it was the day before he went to be crucified. So yet again, she was embalming him before he was about to go die. And so myrrh shows up a lot with Jesus in that sense as well, because it was all foretold. Mm -hmm. So um, my, my long-winded point here is to say we need to take care of our body and Janet, you're doing that by eating right, using food as medicine um, and, <clears throat> rather than and, the drugs. And oils. Mm -hmm. And oils, um, which come from plants. I mean, that's that's the lifeblood of plants. Right. Um, and so that's number one. We do need to take care of ourselves. It's not like we're all sitting back going, yeah, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. No, we're going to do our best to take care of our body. And we are fighting environmental things. We're fighting, well, hell, snake venom in the water now. Um, but, but you know, like God is, he has put so many things on this earth for us to discover mm -hmm. so that we can mitigate these things and keep ourselves healthy and alive. Some of us will know the answers and some of us will miss some of it. And we might go, but we'll always go when our, when our time is to go, right? right? Like God always knows the hour. Right. And I find comfort in that. So 
and I tell people all the time, I was given 120 years. It says so in Genesis. God gave man 120 years. I'm taking them all. And if he wants me before that, he can have me. But if if he gave us 120, I'm going to say, God, I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. And so um, there are people in this world that are that, that old. And if you think that there are not human beings on this earth that have even lived longer than that, you're wrong. Right. So you should do some more research. But um, I will tell you, most of that is spiritual. And it is how you keep your spirit healthy first and foremost Amen. that, and then your body will follow suit because the spirit is the boss of the body. Amen. So we, we do have, that is true primary care at home. Okay. Like it's not going to Western medicine with their sorcery and pharma, like witchcraft. Right. It is truly using what God gave us on this earth to keep ourselves alive and healthy and pure and, um, and holy. And he put Adam and Eve in a garden for a reason. Right. I mean, he could have put them in a structure or a cave of some sort. He did not, right? So right. it's all here. He's given us enough. It's whether you're seeking it out and using it or not to keep yourself healthy. Please stop eating fast food. Amen. That's my last <laughs> amen. Amen to, amen to that. <laughs> Shannon out. Boom. <laughs> Boom, bitches. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, my dear, it has been an absolute pleasure as always to have you back with me again. I'm so glad that you were available to talk with me about this um, and to help it hopefully make sense to some people and keep an open mind. So that's all we're asking. Thank you so much for having me. Can I do a pineal scream for your for your audience here? Yeah. Get the, the sound. Let's see if I can get it because sometimes this is hard to do. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. All right, bitches. I just fed your pineal glands. You're welcome. <laughs> we need that, though. We do, we do. We really need to be in tune with that. That's our antenna to God. Right. That is the way we connect in the spirit realm. That is how we get our intuition and, um, you know, that sense that that discernment and intuition that we have and that you should be following, by the way, mm-hmm. um, and really be in tune with yourself in that sense, because that is what they are trying to eliminate with this DNA, this snake DNA, reptilian stuff. Um, they want to remove our ability for the pineal to work at all. So while they're working to calcify, stuff like this keeps it uncalcified. Melatonin keeps it uncalcified. So mm-hmm. really take care of those pineal glands. Stay connected in the spirit. Stay positive. Stay happy. Um, you know, there's hope as long as God's around, right? So amen. To um, that. Yeah, they haven't removed him yet. Amen to that. And they are not going to remove him from me. That's not going to happen. Nope. So, We're, we are not able to be separate from him. Yeah. And so my last thought for people is to make sure that you live your life to the happiest that you can be. Don't stay hung up on um, fear or propaganda or any of that stuff. Live your life in your true being and who you are and your essence. Um, spread happiness, spread smiles and love to other people. And everything is going to be fine. All you need is love. Yep. So for me and for Shannon, thanks for tuning in. And we will see you next time. Have a good one.